Welcome back to the Cincy Reformed Podcast. Pastor Zach here. And this week I'm going to be beginning a series on the doctrine and the topic of Christian hospitality. It is a doctrine and topic that has meant a lot to me over the years and one that I've done some reading on and study of and done some teaching on in the past. I wanted to bring that to bear to you in the coming weeks. And uh, for this episode, I'd like to just simply introduce this uh, topic and doctrine of hospitality and to kind of set the table for uh, what I hope to address in the weeks that are to come. Uh, Note that I have um, benefited a lot from uh, two particular books, uh, one by Rosaria Butterfield, The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Uh, that is um, a window into uh, one um, a woman with her and her husband who uh, have sought to recover and to implement hospitality into their uh, daily lives. It's a, a book I'd recommend to you with the uh, caveat that it's certainly not realistic to the vast majority of us, uh, but it still is uh, challenging and thought-provoking, and I think it would be helpful for you if you're interested in learning more about this topic and to know where I'm coming from. Uh, secondly, I'd uh, uh, recommend a book by Christine Pohl called Making Room, Recovering Hospitality as a Christian uh, Tradition. It also is a very helpful book, and um, it's probably worth noting that she's not a Reformed Christian, and so some of her conclusions I would depart from, but it's still a very valuable uh, book. And so one that uh, if you wanted, again, to read more about the topic of hospitality and to know where I'm coming from, that is a good one as well. Um, But uh, anyway, uh, as I begin to uh, address this and introduce this topic, I think it's worth mentioning what I do not mean by hospitality. Uh, It's not the same thing as a dinner party where you get out your fine china, have a a multi-course meal, and spend days preparing food and decorations. Hospitality is not uh, entertaining people. You know, when people come over and then you wait on them hand and foot. It also should be distinguished and not confused with the hospitality industry, uh, hotels, restaurants, and uh, so forth. When I'm speaking about, and when the Bible speaks about hospitality, we're thinking about a uh, concept that arises from a Greek term that means love for strangers. Now, the New Testament applies this idea in a broad sense, uh, referring to someone that is not part of your biological family. For example, in Romans 12, 13, Paul writes, Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Here, he is speaking especially about love within the local church, people you know. And so, even though you might know them, they can be considered to be a stranger because they're not part of your family. And so, this uh, fellow Christian, the person who's in your local church, whom you might see and you know them, their name, and you feel like you still know them quite well, they are still a recipient, a worthy recipient of your hospitality. First uh, Peter 4 also emphasizes the need for hospitality within the local church. So this idea of love for the stranger does not just simply mean someone on the street that you don't know. Uh, the New Testament goes further than the local church, though. 
Hebrews 13 verse 2 directs us to show hospitality to those that come from outside the local church. It does this by alluding to Abraham and Lot, who showed hospitality to men they did not know, who just so happened to be not men but angels. Thus, hospitality is to be extended beyond the local church family, both to the broader church and also to those who are not Christians. We should be mindful that this command to be hospitable, it's not given to certain Christians as if it's only aligned with special spiritual gifts. This command is actually given to all Christians. Of course, the New Testament recognizes that different Christians will show hospitality in different ways, according to ability and vocation of calling. But understand, if you call yourself Christian, uh, hospitality is not optional uh, for you. Part of the reason hospitality is not optional for any Christian is that God has been hospitable toward us. He loves the strangers. And we are twofold strangers to God. In terms of our being or ontology, we are strangers. He is the creator and we are the creature. Yet in spite of this difference, God has loved the stranger. We are also strangers in terms of our morality. He is holy, righteous, and pure, and we are sinful. Yet he has loved the stranger. The Bible is a story of hospitality. The Lord himself caring for those who are spiritually homeless. He has become our refuge, our dwelling place. Salvation is a story of the Lord feeding the spiritually hungry. The Lord himself prepares a table and provides a feast, and that spiritual feast is Christ. Indeed, his hospitality is dramatized before our eyes each and every Lord's Day. Upon the heights of Mount Zion, within holy worship, we discover in baptism that God has granted us new birth into a heavenly family, the church. In the reading and preaching of the word, we hear God speak to us, not ignore us, but come down and tell us of his work for us and his love for us. And he welcomes our speech, our response of prayer, both spoken and sung. In the Lord's Supper, the Lord welcomes us to eat and drink from his heavenly table. And so the earthly eye uh, might tell us that we're just a ragtag group of strangers, but the eye of faith and the work of God tells us that he is welcoming us into his family, making us brothers and sisters belonging one to another. This is also to go beyond the local church, as I mentioned earlier. Being loved by God, we show love to others. Finding acceptance with God, we embrace others. Finding a place at Christ's holy table, we are quick to show dignity to others by welcoming them to our tables. After a few weeks of considering Scripture's teaching on this topic of hospitality, we're also going to consider some models for hospitality. We'll do the New Te- Old Testament first, then the New Testament, and then after, we'll consider some models to think practically about all of this. How do accounts from church history guide us, both ancient accounts and modern? What are some practical considerations to, um, to think about? And what might be some barriers to hospitality that we need to identify? 
finally, what kinds of concerns and questions might we need to address in order to truly engage in this biblical practice? In the end, my hope is that we develop a biblical conviction that we are called to combat the loneliness and estrangement that characterize our present evil age and this culture that is increasingly online by inviting people to enter our homes and sit at our tables across from us, having face-to-face conversations and face-to-face relationships. Hopefully this online podcast encourages uh, those sorts of embodied experiences, relationships, and practice of hospitality. I also hope that scripture and church tradition help us step outside our current cultural moment. It actually blinds us oftentimes to opportunities to welcome, to love others, and to make the stranger into family. That, after all, is our goal. Hospitality is a call to love the stranger, not just standing at a distance and meeting their physical needs, but drawing near in order that, relationally speaking, the stranger becomes our family. Well, this has been the uh, this week's episode of the Cincy Reformed Podcast, introducing this topic and uh, doctrine of Christian hospitality. I am uh, Pastor Zach, the pastor of Westside Reformed Church, and I hope you join me in the upcoming weeks as we continue to uh, consider this doctrine and this practice that should characterize our Christian lives. Thanks, and have a great week. Bye-bye.